I know you all want you all wanted to cheer like it was Wednesday night just a second ago, didn't you? And and then uh, we just started praying. You're like, oh no, I can't cheer. Uh, but uh, anyway, I I'm, uh, just want to say good morning. Uh, welcome to Troy United Methodist Church. So glad that that you are here today as we continue this message series, Drafted, where we are we're answering God's call into the body of Christ. Uh, my, my name's Andy. A special welcome to those of you who are newer or visiting today. And, uh, uh, you know, an awesome, awesome job with the Father's Day fun, uh, wearing uh, jerseys. I see all kinds of different colors out there. I even saw pinstripes. Oh, goodness, pinstripes, New York Yankees. That, that happens very rarely around here, doesn't it? But, uh, you know, I see a lot of blue out there, and I am so happy for you Blues fans. You know, as a Cubs fan who, like, waited his entire life to see a championship, you know, I, I feel for you. Uh, this is, I, I'm just so happy for the city of St. Louis and for each of you who are Blues fans. I'm really hoping some of that championship mojo can rub off on my bears. Uh, that's, that's really what I'm, I'm hoping for today. Uh, but, you know, the, these last last two Sundays, uh, I've, uh, I feel like I haven't been here for a while, but I've been here. I've just been leading the children's ministry uh, just down the hall, and, and I, I just have to say, I kind of I miss being in there uh, right now, today, as they're meeting. It, it's been uh, just so gratifying uh, for me to be able to just uh, invest in them, and I, I was reflecting on that, and I was thinking, you know, that's, that, that's really, that, that's what godly dads do, whether it's in children's ministry or just in life. They pour themselves into, they invest in their kids, uh, really pointing their kids to the truth of God's love and, and encouraging their kids to join in the, the adventure of following Jesus. And, and we really believe that. That's what we've just been singing about this morning, that God, God's love adopts us into his family and, and through his saving life and death and resurrection um, and, and invites us into the church family, uh, the family of God that in, in the church we, we live by a different set of rules, a different set of values than, than the ways of the world around us. And we're, we're a family that's defined by grace a family that's defined by mercy, and it's the love of God and this family of God that we preach about, we teach about, we try to do everything we can to live out um, in, in the life of this church community. If you're here today, and for whatever reason, you, you're just kind of feeling far from God, maybe beaten down by the world. I, I know for some of you, you know, Father's Day comes with mixed emotions, uh, whether it's, you know, maybe not the best relationship with your earthly father, may, maybe, uh, or with your kids, uh, or maybe just a, kind of a, uh, a struggle because this is, it reminds you of your father who's no longer present in your life. And, uh, you know, I know it can come with all kinds of mixed emotions. Um, uh, maybe for you, you've been uh, living by the world's values and, and they just haven't delivered the way that they promised, but, but regardless of, of kind of what you brought in here with you today, um, I, I just, just feel like it's important to say, you know what, the, the, the God of the universe, the Bible describes as your heavenly father, just loves you and wants to be in relationship with you. He's been relentlessly pursuing you. Like the song that we just sang, you know, he, uh, if, if you've ever wondered what the line is, you know, he leaves the 99. That's a, a reference to a story in Luke chapter 15 where, where God is described as a shepherd and he's, he's got, you know, a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away. And, and he leaves the 99 to pursue you 
to he's been relentlessly pursuing you, inviting you into his family, no matter what your background is, no matter what jersey you wear, <laughs> no, matter, no matter where you've been or what you've done. Uh, whether you feel like you were a part of his family and you wandered away or whether you just, you never have identified as a part of, of God's family. He's been pursuing you. And that, that's, that's the story of God. Uh, the, the story of the Bible, which is God's continual mission of, of collecting up his children who have wandered away and bringing them back into his family. I mean, that, that is the mission of God. That is the story of the scriptures. And when we gather together to worship like we just did and, and, and hear from God's word, uh, we're entering into that story. We're becoming a part of it, the mission of God. And so I'm just really, really glad that you're here. I hope that God's spirit is already stirring in your hearts today as we've gathered together. Uh, but this message series, Drafted, really is about, is, it's all about our response to that amazing story of God. That, that, that's really what this is about. I mean, if God has really pursued us, if God has really restored us and adopted us into his family, then, then or as we're saying in this series, he's drafted us with his number one draft pick, right? Then, then what's our response? Well, the scripture passage uh, that Dan read just a few uh, minutes ago, uh, the apostle Paul was was really spelling out what that response looks like. Now, let me read how that starts off again. He said, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, which we've just been talking about, in view of the story of God, offer yourselves, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. And uh, since we've been loved by God, since we've been adopted into his family, drafted onto his team by his great mercy, therefore, uh, therefore, uh, and what, what, what does it mean to offer your body as a living sacrifice, offering yourself completely to God? Well, this is, this is what it means. It says, don't conform anymore to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. It means, it means living for God, not, not by the standards of the world, but by following God's ways. And the rest of this passage outlines some of those ways of God. But in the next six verses, verses three through eight, uh, that's really where I want to focus today. And it really focuses on uh, one particular way of the world that, that we are to not conform to. Uh, and, and then it gives us God's way instead. Uh, starting with, with verse three. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, brace yourself. Do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment. You know, one pattern, one way of the world is to just self-inflate, to think, think more highly of ourselves, to inflate our self-importance. Uh, and, and that comes across in different ways. You know, sometimes it's self selfishness, sometimes it's self-focused. Um, one of the ways that I see this in, on display regularly in the world and I have to fight against regularly is uh, myself, and maybe you can, can connect with this, is, is just in our world, we, we, try to, we try to do way too much on our own. You know, or, or, or maybe we focus so much on ourselves to the neglect of being part of, of the family of God or, or being a part of the team of of God. In the world's ways, if we could compare this to sports, 
You know, we've kind of been doing the sports analogy through this whole series. Um, I would describe, I hope this doesn't offend anybody, but I would describe the way of the world as being like tennis. Not doubles, just, you know, uh, one-on-one tennis. Because um, in tennis, you're, you're out there on your own. I mean, there's nobody else to back you up. You, you, you work hard. You, you, uh, uh, every, you have to excel at every aspect of the game or else you're going to fall flat on your face because there's no, nobody there to pick up the slack for you. That's, that's the world's way. It's on your own. God's way is more like football, right? Where, where you can't play every position. It's impossible. So you learn to excel in one one position, and you play on a team where others are excelling at their portion of the game so that together you win. Uh, Let's see uh, two aspects of God's way that this scripture seems to highlight. And and they're they're in your message notes. There are no blanks for you to fill in. This is Father's Day. I made it easy for you. Uh, You just take it home, and and you can can preach this message uh, yourself because you've got everything right in front of you there. But uh, uh, verse verse 4. Uh, uh, for just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. In God's way, we all belong to each other. There's no flying solo. Um, in God's way. We all belong to each other. We can't think of ourselves too highly like, like maybe in, in tennis uh, because we, we absolutely need the people around us. We need everyone else. And like we've seen in some of our previous weeks, when we downplay or we, we hurt someone else on our, in our family, on our team, uh, then, then really we're, we're, not hurt, we're hurting ourselves. Well, we're part of the same body. And in God's way, we all belong to each other. We're not islands unto ourselves. We rely on and are connected to each other. But secondly, and in part because we belong to each other, we must use the gifts that God has given us. Uh, Verses 6 through 8, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. Uh, If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it's serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. If it's to encourage, then give encouragement. If it's giving, then give generously. If it's to lead, do it diligently. If it's to show mercy, then do it cheerfully. I mean, you see the common theme here. If you have a gift, use it. Use it. If you're following Jesus, following God's way and not the way of the world, then then you can't sit back. You can't sit back uh, thinking, so much of yourself or maybe think of yourself so much that you're, you think so little of yourself uh, that you can't sit back and not be a part of the team using the gifts that God has given you. Um, and, and yet that begs a question. And it's a, the question that, that I want to spend the rest of our time on today. If you, if you are called to belong to others and to use your, your gifts, then then you kind of got to know what your gifts are if you're going to use them, right? I mean, you, you got you to know what they are. Well, here at Troy UMC, we have a process to help you do just that. Maybe you didn't know this, uh, but, but we do. We've got, we've got an actual process. In fact, we've got a nice informational video to show you what that's like. Check this out. Hey 
guys, my name is Dave, and as most of you know, I'm the director of connections here at Troy UMC. But what you may not know is that I actually help out with getting some of our volunteers on board here at Troy UMC to start serving. So I like to think of our volunteers as prospects to sort of figure out what they're good at and maybe not so good at. So today I have Mark here. He's a big time prospect rising up through the rankings. We're gonna figure out what he's good at and put him through the ringer here. Mark, are you ready? I'm so ready. Let's All right, do it. Let's go. Okay, so first, we're gonna see just how well Mark fits in with our welcome and greet team. It's a big part of what we do. We welcome people in, we give them a nice handshake and a smile, ensure that they're comfortable and feel like they belong here worshiping God. So, let's see what Mark can do. Okay, Mark, let's go, get off that bench. Okay, so now we're welcoming people in. We gotta have a great big smile. We want people to come in, we want them to feel welcome. Okay, let's see that smile. Let's see, big smile, big smile. No, not, not a cheesy smile. Come on, come on. Nope, nope, show some teeth, show some teeth. There you go. What do you think? How's that look? That looks good. Wait. No, 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 no. Now, what we have to do is when they come in, you're just gonna give them a nice firm handshake, like that. Handle the program, smile, make them feel like they're welcome. Okay, let's try it again. Okay, go. <laughs> That's a little bit better. Uh, okay, we gotta work on the smile, but other than that, it was pretty good. Stop, 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 stop. You have, your timing has to be perfect or else you'll have the singers all messed up. Now, were you rushing or were you dragging? Um, were you rushing or were you dragging? Dragging? No, you were rushing. Never mind, let's go. Okay, so on Sundays, there's a lot of setup, a lot of things going on. What I want you to do is we're gonna run you through a little drill here. You have this circle of chairs right here. I want you to start taking these chairs and lining them up into rows like what we have on Sunday. Now you gotta understand, on Sunday there's a lot of things going on, so there's gonna be a lot of things being thrown at you, literally. So you, you really just gotta be paying attention, be sharp, be focused, take care of what you gotta take care of, okay? All right, you got this, Mark, you got this, you ready? Okay, here we go on three, one, two, three. Come on, go, 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 go. Move those chairs, move those chairs. Put them in a row, in a row, in a row, in a row. Yeah, no, no, like, they, there you go. Come on, come on, you got it, come on. Go, 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 go. All right, hope you're ready. Okay, Mark, you're doing well so far. So we got an, a new situation for you. Andy's up on stage, and Andy's, well, he's crying because, well, that's what Andy does, he cries. So, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Think about it. He's gonna need a tissue. Go get him a tissue, hurry. One, two, three, go. Okay, Mark, come on, come on, let's go, 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 go. You got it, 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 got it. Not bad. Okay, so now we're in the children's nursery area. Do you like kids? Oh yeah, that, that's great, because we need a lot of help down here. So what we're gonna do first is we're gonna see how well you handle the babies. How's that sound? Sure. <laughs> no, 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 you're doing that all wrong. Baby around like this. Gently sway the baby. Rock the baby. There you go. That's it. Much better. Okay, the baby's asleep. You're good. Let's go. Hey, Mark. 
We're supposed to be taking care of the kids, not playing with the toys. Okay, so now we're gonna have you read a little bit because we have kids that come in here and they like to have stories read to them. So let's see how well you do with reading this book. Ready, set, go. A long time ago in a fairway land. Whoa, 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 stop, 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 stop. You're reading way too fast. We're talking about kids here. Slow it down a little bit, okay? All right, ready, set, go. A long time ago. Okay, stop, stop, maybe this isn't for you. Okay, so as you can see, we've run Mark through quite a few drills today. There are so many opportunities to serve here at Troy UMC. Am I done yet or what? No, you're not done, did I say stop? One more lap, let's go. Mark's quite a prospect. We'll see what kind of future he has here at Troy United Methodist Church. <laughs> well, there you got it, friends. The Troy United Methodist Church Combine. Uh, and if you're not familiar with the terminology, uh, the combine, it's not a farm tool. That's not what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, the, the combine is uh, a battery of tests where potential draft picks display their skills, their, their talents uh, to win the admiration of, of the teams that are, that are vying to draft them. So, so they'll, they'll uh, be tested on their speed, their agility, their strength, uh, sometimes their intellect. And now the, the combine here at Troy UMC uh, is our ministry placement class. Um, and the, the, that's where we help people uh, get placed on the right ministry team using their gifts um, in, in the places where they're best suited. And, and our goal is to have everyone, there's everyone who belongs to this church, who, who calls Troy UMC their church home, uh, to belong to one another and to use their gift. Uh, because we believe, like the Apostle Paul outlined in this scripture passage, that, that that's what it means to be on a journey with Jesus. Um, and, and for fun, on Father's Day, we thought that we'd run you through the Troy UMC version of the Combine. So when you came in this morning, uh, hopefully you received a packet like this. And if you didn't, the ushers have some more they're willing to uh, hand out. So uh, raise your hand. I'd love for you to, to have one of these packets. And... Uh, when, when you, uh, in the remaining time, we're going to uh, give you a crash course through the Troy UMC Combine. And this is, this is just a, a kind of a summary version of what you would get in the ministry placement class. But the key is this top page, the gray page, is uh, the servant profile uh, sheet. And in our Combine, we're not evaluating your agility or your strength or your intellect or anything like that. Instead, we're evaluating these three things your spiritual gifts, your personal style, and your passion for ministry. Uh, and uh, you might want to take notes on this. This isn't in your message notes. Your spiritual gifts, really, they tell you what you do in the body of Christ. Your personal style tells you how you go about doing that. And your passion tells you where. What, in what areas of ministry do you do those things? So uh, I want to walk through those three and start with the spiritual gifts. We've already read uh, from Romans 12 that we each have different gifts according to the grace that God has given us. Uh, uh, great, God has given us grace, and God has given us uh, our spiritual gifts. Uh, when we receive the grace of God by uh, really surrendering our heart to him, saying, God, I can't live this life without you. Uh, I need your forgiveness. I need your grace. Come into my life. I want to follow you with, I want to offer my life as a living sacrifice for you. Then, then God's Holy Spirit comes into your life, fills your life, 
And, and part of what the Holy Spirit brings into your life is spiritual giftings. Uh, and uh, with the Holy Spirit come those, those different gifts. And everybody has at least one of, one of these gifts. Gifts like uh, the scriptures talk about administration or apostleship or evangelism or faith or giving or healing or intercession or leadership and a, a variety of other spiritual gifts. And we each have at least one of these. If you remember, not for our own good, but for the common good, for the body of Christ. And we all need each other, and we all need the gifts that each other has. So, so the question that I've got for you is, I mean, do you know your spiritual gifts? If you're a follower of Jesus, you're gifted, you've got spiritual gifts, but, but do you know what they are? Uh, you, you really can't use them intentionally unless you know what they are. And really, there's no surefire way to figure out exactly what they are, uh, except to experiment a little, to, to get out onto the field and, 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 and run and jump and, and do, do, you know, do all, all, you know, be in ministry in some form or fashion to serve, and then you start to learn uh, what your spiritual gifts are. But in our church, we found that it's helpful to begin that process by taking a spiritual gift assessment, a survey. And this, uh, in your packet, the white sheets in the middle, it's kind of like the the cream of the Oreo here, right? So we've, uh, that, those three sheets in the middle is a spiritual gift assessment, a survey that we use in our ministry placement class. And I would just love for you to take that inventory uh, sometime in the next couple of weeks uh, during this series and, and identify your top three spiritual gifts. Remember, your spiritual gifts tell you what types of things you do on God's team. Uh, but moving on uh, to personal style. Uh, personal style, remember, is, is how you go about doing those parts of uh, what you do in the body of Christ. Personal style is really like your personality. It's like your temperament, your, your personal strengths. And it, it's how you relate to the world around you. And there are all kinds of personal uh, personality inventories out there that uh, you just Google it, personality inventory, and you'll get a whole list of different options. And, and they, they're all somewhat helpful. And none of them is overtly spiritual, uh, but, but they can definitely help you discover more about yourself. And in your packet, we've got um, a, this is the green sheet on the back, and it is a short test that can help you identify your style, or at least some of your style. Uh, dads, this is your kind of test. Trust me, 14 questions, no wrong answers. So, so you'll, you'll love this. But if you can open up the, your, sec, your packet to that section, the green sheet, and get out a pen from the back of the chair in front of you, there's, there are some pens there. Uh, I want to walk through this one because only 14 questions. You can do this pretty quickly. Uh, so first, in your personal style, the left-hand side here are questions related to uh, how it is that you are energized. Are you more energized by being around people or are you more energized in doing tasks? Uh, and, and so, so uh, I'm going to give you, you can start answering these questions, but I'll give you the, the first question as an example. Uh, it's, it's really not a question. It's just a statement. I'm, I'm most comfortable, and on one end of the spectrum, you've got doing things for people. And on the other end of the spectrum, you have being with people. And so you are to circle one through five uh, on that spectrum kind of to, to show 
how close you are to one side or the other. And if you're equally in the middle, then you'd circle three. And you can go ahead and do that now. And then, and then uh, breeze through the other questions. Real quickly, you don't have to think too deeply about this. This is just how you're naturally wired, who you are. Uh, think about it and just a- answer those, those other six questions. Uh, I'll give you about 30 seconds to run through that now. And when you're done with those seven questions, then what you do is you add up the total number score of those seven um, and, and put that total down with, that's your E score. E equals, and it's not MC squared right there, it's a number <laughs> between, between seven and 35. Um, and, and so you'll, if, you, if you have a score of under, uh, under 21, then, then you're typically more energized by doing tasks, be a task-oriented person. If you have a score uh, over 21, then you tend to be uh, more of a people person. You're energized more by being around people. And if you're right kind of in the middle, then, then you can get along in a variety of settings in this world. Uh, but but uh, uh, then, then the next, oh, and you take that number and you put it on your servant profile sheet under personal style with your energized score right there. Uh, but then you uh, tackle the right-hand side. This is your organized score. And I give you just a, a couple seconds to re- read over those questions and, and do the same thing. In life, I generally prefer to be spontaneous or follow a set plan. I know some of you well enough to answer that question for you. If you can't answer it, ask your spouse if you're here with that person. They know. But when you're done with those, you just add them up again like you did before. And if you've got a score under 21, that, that means you're, you're like a free spirit. You're a little more unstructured. Things you don't like routine quite as much. And if, if you're under or have a score over 21, then you prefer more structure. You like things lined up and you just feel like everything's chaos unless there's a plan. Uh, then, then, uh, then you write that score down on your servant profile sheet in the appropriate place. And I, I just want to say this about personal style. It's really important to realize you know, you may be, have been in settings in your life where you've been put down because your personal style is different than the person who's in charge. <laughs> and, and personal style is not good or bad. It just is. It's just the way that God created you and wired you. And so it's really important to understand what your personal style is, how, how you're wired that way, uh, so that you can be put in the best places to succeed. Uh, it's really good for the people around you to know how you're wired, for your managers or uh, leaders uh, over ministry areas to see how it is that you're wired so that, so that you're in a place that is fulfilling to you and also that you thrive in. Um, so so that's, uh, that's personal style. Uh, but I, I also want to mention passion briefly. Uh, passion determines where in 
the, the church family, where in the body of Christ you serve. And on the back of the servant profile sheet, we have some general passion areas for our church um, outlined there with some check boxes and, and a brief description of each. And I just encourage you to read through these. These, these are uh, areas of ministry within our church, and you'll recognize a lot of the words because it's how we're structured as a church. Our connect ministries, grow, serve, uh, share, uh, worship, uh, kids and, and youth, uh, our uh, support ministries, and even care ministries for those going through a difficult time. And, and I, I briefly just want to invite you to uh, try to identify maybe your primary passion area, may, maybe a secondary area. Um, and, and just to be clear, uh, you know, you may be passionate that these things all happen in the church, <laughs> uh, but I want you to identify the things that you're passionate about doing yourself, the, thing, the areas that you uh, like are most excited about. And, and passion can be identified kind of as like your calling from God, the a spiritual burden that God has placed in your heart, an area of ministry that you feel like you really want to make a difference in, uh, that's, that's, that's like your, your passion. So uh, ask yourself to, ask God to give you insight into what your passion is. Uh, spend some time praying about it. Really evaluate in your heart uh, with the help of God's spirit. Uh, but that, friends, that's the abbreviated version of the Troy Combine. And you assess your spiritual gifts, your personal style, and your passions. And then, then our staff and leaders really try to help find the best place uh, for you to serve in ministry. Uh, so two things as I wrap up. First, a request. Uh, please, if, if you're a part of this church, uh, sometime over the next couple of weeks, fill out your servant profile sheet. Um, uh, take some time as an action step for yourself uh, to, to do that. And then fill it out and, and tear, tear off that gray sheet and maybe fold it up and, and turn it in. But put it in the offering plate as it comes by sometime in the next couple weeks, really as a symbolic offering uh, of your life, as a living sacrifice to God. Uh, of course, you can bring them into the office or scan and email them too, uh, but just uh, try to fill that out and turn it in. And, and, and secondly, an invitation. Uh, I just gave you the crash course. The, the, this is just the, this is just, these are just the tests. They're not the kind of the information and the, the coaching behind the tests. So if, if you'd like to go a little bit deeper with this, and I would highly encourage you to, uh, sign up for our next ministry placement class. Uh, we're, we're trying something new. Um, instead of during a weeknight, we're going to try it on a Sunday morning, Sunday mornings for six weeks. Uh, we're going to try it during the, uh, the 10.30 to 10.45-ish hour so that if you have kids, they can be involved in, in children's ministry at the same time. Um, and I, I'd encourage you, the instructions are right here um, on the, the middle portion of your your bulletin insert, how to register. But the ministry placement class, I highly, highly encourage you to consider being a part of that. Uh, it starts on Sundays on August 11th and will go for six weeks with a week off for, for a Labor Day weekend. But it, it can really, I've, I've taught these classes before, it can change your life. Like light bulbs go off about, oh, like that explains so much about who I am and what I've found joy in and what I've hated. And I've always felt bad about it. But now I feel, you know, free to, to live for God the way that he has uniquely wired me um, and, and personally called me into ministry. So uh, I encourage you 
to strongly consider that as we together come to belong to each other and use our gifts. So let's pray together. And ushers, uh, you you can come forward at this time. Well, Holy Spirit, you, you have empowered us. You, you have given us gifts. You've, you've blessed us with unique personalities, and you've placed us, uh, just you've placed in our hearts particular passions. And we pray that you would inspire us each to answer your call into the body of Christ to belong to each other and to use our gifts, uh, the gifts that you have given us to invite people on a journey with Jesus. And Lord, over the next few days, Uh, Help us take the necessary steps to complete this portion of the Troy Combine, uh, our servant profiles, and get out of the stands and onto the field. That is our spiritual offering, Lord. But just as we prepare uh, our financial offerings, Lord, we, we pray that you would take what we have to give and do what only you can do. You know, multiply them for the sake of your church in this world. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Hey, and before we, uh, uh, as the ushers are, are uh, uh, passing the plates, I, I just I also want to highlight one other thing. Um, in, in your bulletin insert, under Connect, you'll see there an invitation to a volunteer appreciation picnic. I, I just want to be 100% clear that around here, uh, you, unpaid servants, the hands and feet of Jesus in this church, you're the ones who who make the ministry of this church possible. You're the ones who, who make it bear fruit. And uh, I, 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 I want to uh, say on behalf of all of our staff, thank you. And we want to honor you as uh, servants. And so we want to just uh, celebrate with a party, a volunteer appreciation party. In two weeks from today, pray for good weather now. It'll be out at the rec complex from 4 to 6 p.m. And everybody is invited. We just assume that as a part of this body of Christ that you are using your gifts. And so uh, you're invited. Bring your family, bring a lawn chair. And let's, let's just celebrate together all the great things that God has done and, and through our church.